Welcome to the Connection Requested Podcast. I am Mark Tweddle, co-founder of You Tell Yours, where we create online events to help your team show up fully. I don't know about you, but I really know the people who request to connect with me on LinkedIn. A LinkedIn connection should be more than just a permission to send me marketing content. I'd like my LinkedIn connections to be more meaningful and closer to the connections that I make in person. And the best way I know to create that connection, that understanding, is through the storytelling exercises that we developed for our team events. As ever, I don't want to talk too much because I want all these episodes to focus on listening to the guest. So let's jump right in with the guest's name story. Two minutes to tell the story of your name with no preparation. No one else can tell that story better than you. You are the subject matter expert after all. Shiwan is uh, my name and it's a Welsh name and it comes from the 13th century, 12th something, something. And Shiwan was called Joanne. She was a French princess, a daughter of King John, living in the south of France. And she was uh, married when she was 10 years old to Llewellyn the Great, the Prince of Wales. And so she came to Wales when she was about 12, 14. She started a relationship with Llewellyn the Great as his princess. And I was named after the play that Saunders Lewis wrote about her life. So Saunders Lewis is the best playwright in, in Welsh. And the, the play is about that relationship where she had an affair with a French prince. And she, so he is killed by Llewellyn as a, because, uh, you know, he slept with his wife. And, and then she's put in the, the cell for a year. And then they come back together for political reasons in order to sort out something diplomatic with King John, her father. And during that conversation of her talking to him after coming out from the cell, why did you have to kill him in that way? You didn't love me anyway. I was only 10 when we were married, etc. So that's the story of Shua. Menes isn't my real name. Menes, it means mountain in Breton. And I just love mountains and I love Brittany and the Breton language. So that's my name. Thanks, Shuan. There was a lot of history in her story. And yet she's still included and ended on the subject she loves. Sometimes when telling the story of their name, people can get so caught up in the details and what other people have told them that is important about their name that they forget to include themselves. So I'm glad Joanne managed to get back to what was important to her. Before we get to the next story exercise, I want to include something that Joanne said that I think is really relevant and useful for anyone struggling to tell their stories. Yeah, I could tell you what's happening in my head. Whenever someone asks me to tell my story, my mind immediately jumps to the darkest things ever. And I've got, well, I can't say that. I can't talk about that. You know, so, so I'm, I'm there. I'm, in a, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go think of something light. Something, something. <laughs> think of something funny. Often, and I'm not exactly sure why, but we're drawn to tell the most traumatic or deepest, darkest stories. Maybe it's we feel we have to have the biggest plot point to our story, or, or like it's a performance. We're somehow in competition with a Michael Bay car chase. But when we do storytelling for connection, it, it doesn't need a big plot. We're, we're listening to hear who you are and to try to understand how you experience the world. It's as if we're trying to spend a couple of minutes standing in your shoes, looking out through your eyes. And that's enough. You are enough. There's no need to tell a story that you're uncomfortable telling. And with practice, you'll get more and more comfortable and familiar with all of your stories and the parts of them that you feel happy to share. So let's get back to Shuan and her two-minute story 
starting with the three words on Sunday I. Well, on Sunday, I, in the past, I've been a bit lost because I like my structure and I like knowing, right, this is how I work. So even though it's a Sunday, I open up my electronic calendar and see what I need to do and go through, go through my to-do list. That says something about my character, I think. But these days, on Sundays, I have a Zoom circles, 11 o'clock every day for the embodiment conference, which is an online conference, which has been now, but it's possible to buy the recordings. And so every Sunday I have a circle of people. I do the Welsh language one where we discuss life and meditate a little, move a little and and learn about ourselves together. It's been a really good experience for me and for everyone else there. And especially since it started right at the beginning of lockdown in March, and it's been going every Sunday since then. So yeah, that's what I do my Sunday mornings. And then my children are allowed to come out, come downstairs after the, after that's finished. By the t- that time they're hungry and we just eat whatever we can. And then cook together a, a meal for the evening. So that's my usual Sundays when the children are here, but their father and I are divorced. So they go to their um, father every other um, Sunday. And then on those Sundays, I manage to get things done, really. Yeah, I, 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 on Sunday uh, evenings, I usually watch, watch detectives. And then w- when there's uh, adverts, I run around and do my housework quick. Thanks, Shuan. Do you now feel that you're getting to know Shuan? If you looked at her LinkedIn profile right now and you needed her services or advice, would you be comfortable, more comfortable, having a call with her? I do hope so. If nothing else, I hope that you've learned that Shuan Menez is awesome. Please share this podcast, preferably on LinkedIn, and keep on having fun, making the best of connections. And of course, subscribe. 